All right, y'all. Welcome back to Seattle Lights in the South. So you know, every week we're coming live to y'all on Thursdays. And last week we started part one of our talk on colorism. So today we're going to get into that part two and continue on the conversation, focusing more so on society, uh, the patriarchy, and entertainment and how colorism affects all those areas. So you know what it is. Remember to like, follow, and subscribe on all of our channels at Seattle Light in the South. And we gonna get right into it. Let's do this. All right, it, <laughs> you know, in order to start this off, we gotta put some stuff in our solo cup and get turned up like up with the pre-funk. Pre-funk, 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 pre-funk. What you got, what you got, what you got? Girl, so the Twittersphere was hot. So this <laughs> is how, if y'all have been anywhere this past week-ish, you found out that Sweetie and Quavo have split up. And right, right. It's been a little minute. However, how I found out was I first saw this clip that she did with that that nigga Justin the the, the boy. And not that nigga Justin the boy. Girl. Wow. So I'm just <laughs> there was an interview done for a podcast. The podcast yes. is called Respectfully Justin. It's co-hosted by two niggas named Justin. One of them happens to be P. Diddy's son, right. which also happens to be uh, Sawini's ex-boyfriend. Right. So the question came up in the interview, would you, if your man is doing everything right and he was just doing all the things, would you, you know, reward him with a threesome? sweetie's answer was like okay so he's doing everything right you know okay I'm, i want to treat my man i'll treat him and give him the opportunity to give him the option of the nigga we gonna fuck and niggas was hot niggas was hot niggas was hot for no reason though no reason because a threesome is three people having sex together so for y'all to ass- okay before we move on okay a little, a little a little little drip drop um I don't know who needs to hear this but a train is when three or more dicks are in a vagina in succession right a threesome with two men and a woman is not a train it's and totally- y'all niggas y'all really showing. Y'all heteronormative patriarchal bullshit that y'all be subscribing to and the fact that y'all little boys and ignorant. Y'all so stupid. Ignorant <laughs> as hell. And a train can be ran on not only women. So mm, let's, let's talk about it. Let's put that out there too, okay? And so obviously the crowd was just flabbergasted. The men in the crowd were flabbergasted. The men, the, the, the five men. niggas that was there. Right, because the women were like, girl you better y'all know that's right because for y'all to assume that you know sexuality is whatever you want it to be for you and for men to assume that women just have to have sex with other women for your pleasure is ridiculous so why wouldn't we think it's real funny how niggas are homophobic until it comes to vaginas 
easily because then it's just like okay well that's the if that's the thought process in my partnership you should be okay with pleasing me by bringing another man into the equation especially when i'm a millionaire myself so who's really rewarding who and to think that you have to reward your man with another woman for doing the shit he's supposed to be doing in the fucking first place for calling you, being communicative, being there's open. no war, there's no rewards for doing the shit that you're supposed to do in the fucking first place. It's giving me toxic masculinity, and I just don't know how to contain it. So I don't know the timeline of things, but after I saw that interview, that's when I kept seeing her name trending, coming to find out that her and Quavo had broken up and apparently had been kind of on the road. Oh, yeah. No, they had been broke up. Yeah, they they Because, you know me, I be be on the interweb. I have to have all the information I can without having to actually dig through Twitter myself. (laughs) So, you know, so all the videos I watch, like, the timeline is since Wednesday, you ain't really seen them together. They haven't really been together and they've been having problems. And um, another clip that went viral from that podcast was saying um, they had asked her like, what's like the craziest thing a man has done to like, you know, get back with you after like fucking up. And she was like, well, basically someone cheated on me and they basically put, you know, money for multiple properties in my bank account because they wanted me back and i'm like so let's 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 the process of deduction what are your ex niggas that got money sitting right in your face he can confirm or deny whether he did that or not right and we 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 know you've dated other men with money before but like them was like three months relationship so what nigga you was going back to putting that much money in your bank account so we all deduced it was Quavo <laughs> from there. So, and my thing is, it's like the thing that pisses me off about this situation. It's multiple things. Let me not lie. <laughs> I'm about to say, I know there's more than one. <laughs> one, this whole conversation of if a man is providing for you monetarily, he can do whatever the fuck he wants to do. Girl. I beg to fucking differ. Kiss my black ass. Number two. This whole conversation of women having to put up with bullshit for a man with money, which brings to number three, women with money, we're not having the same conversation. Exactly. Because I don't need you for a check. I'm not with you for clout. I had a career before you. I had a bachelor's degree before you. I had bands before you. Thank you. So let's not act like, let's not act like I have to be with you for anything other than I want to be in your damn face. Hello. And again, with these niggas having these conversations outside of their tax bracket and about they're never going to have a chance with. Ever. You want this millionaire woman that can have any man in this fucking world to stay with this nigga that ain't treating her right because he buys her Birkin bags? He buys her bars? Birkin a Bentley? Shit I could have bought anyway without your Negro ass? And you want me to stay here with you for what? For you to cheat on me perpetually? Because she lets y'all know something. She Mm. said, look, I done gave you chances before. Right. These bags, these cars, don't mean anything when you're giving my intimacy to, to somebody some, else. 
And I'm like, you niggas condoning this shit. Think it's okay. It's beyond me. Just because you go to work and got a dick don't mean shit. If and you I, don't bring anything else to the table, man, and while we're on tables, ooh. how are you gonna ask women what they bring to tables? Bitch, I'm the table, I'm the chairs, I'm the linen, I'm the flatware, I'm the china, bitch, I'm the centerpieces, bitch. I am the full course eight or eight course meal, bitch, and the servers and the fucking room the table sitting in. What the fuck do you have? Period. What do you have? What do you have? Because we're not we're not doing what we used to do or our grandparents used to do because we don't gotta do that. We don't gotta stick around just because well we we need to be together and we didn't see this through. For what? For what? I can make I if I if if I when I get into a relationship, it'll be because that person is feeding me in multiple ways, emotionally, mentally, physically. You know, it's men not- just don't have the range at this. Point. <laughs> we need we we need more. It's not giving what it's supposed to gain at all. And I'm just like, why do y'all think this is okay? Now, I think this is a good transition because you know, Sweetie decided to leave Quavo and a lot of people yes sis are, did you yes thank a, you yes. a lot of people were surprised they're like well she's not seeing it through she needs to talk to her is sister is she married people were like she needs to talk to Cardi and da da da, da. but Cardi's or married what? Cardi's married what, and with, a, with a child totally and different. even and even if she was married with a child what is what is it why do y'all want women to be in misery so damn bad so bad so bad for what so bad for so what that, that girl that brings me to what you got girl listen <laughs> so on bad. the other end of the spectrum girl i have to look i i still am doing research because i'm confused there's a lot there's a lot to unpack there's here. a lot to unpack that i didn't know that we needed to unpack Child. so a couple weeks ago um the internet well i don't even know how what 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 what, what would be a befitting title for this nigga the internet like relationship guru i i want because he's been talking call, about this i want to call him the randall remember recess yes where he writing down notes just to snitch yes so the internet's randall Derek Jackson, um, which this this is confusing to me, but it came out a couple of weeks ago that he was cheating on his wife. And that was confusing to me because first of all, I didn't know this man was married until the cheating oh. rumors came out. Oh, I did not know that I did not know this man was married. And I'm not the only person on the internet that did not know this man was married. Oh, I knew he was married. Girl. When? When did you find out? Because we didn't know. Like last year. I don't know when they got married, but, see, but I figured see, it out. But that's, the, that's, that's part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Because you found out last year, and that's ahead of most of us. This man has been, first of all, they've been together for 14 years. Damn. They have been together for 14 years. This man has been making videos for the internet for nine. This man has, they've been married, I want to say at least five years. Oh. So that was my first perplexion. I was like, I didn't know this man was married. 
My second perplexion was the fact that now I used to be a follower of Derek Jackson, like right when he first got viral, like back in the day when I was like 24. Yeah. Um, as yeah. we all know, birthday party pending. Yeah. <laughs> but he gives advice. And the one thing that I did like about his advice was that it wasn't necessarily like women do this, women do that. It was more like be on the lookout for this behavior in this man yes. and know when to get the fuck out. Now, the, the perplexion came where it was like, we didn't know he was talking about himself. Yes. So Whole how time. the story goes is um, a side chick came out a couple of weeks ago saying that in the year 2020 that she had had an affair with Derek Jackson. And so when that came out, we were all in the uproar, like, nigga, which, 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 <laughs> you got your cheating what on you your wife? And so he, he released a video, which has been since taken down from YouTube, um, explaining that during that time he was seeing this young lady. It wasn't the only young lady that he was seeing, but at the time for the entire year of 2020, 2020, he was separated from his wife, meaning they, they were like, they were living different lives. Which I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, which prompted me to be like, y'all need to stay out of married folk business because you don't know what's going on in their household. But then I listened some more. Okay. okay. The reason they were separated was because he was fucking other bitches. So he was fucking other bitches before they separated. Right. So you came and explained these bitches, but we need to, to explain the bitches and he, the, the story the story further unfolds because after that video he did a live video on youtube with his wife wife in a bonnet no makeup no beat in a Girl. saturday morning outfit which you know what i'm not going to drag her because although i do understand like the comments about how she should have been beat to the gods if he cared about her it it, it goes back to why do i need to be beat to the gods for this situation you don't. I don't think she should have been there in the first place because nigga, you were sticking your dick in other bitches. Okay. Right. She it's yeah, a she that, problem. That was my thing. I'm like, you didn't need it's a you problem. Yeah, it has nothing to do with me. So even if I was looking rusty, dusty, and crusty, you knew that I looked rusty, dusty, and crusty when you married me. <laughs> Listen, no. okay. I can't be a bad bitch all the time. But the perplexion came because she was she was spilling tea on her own marriage talking about oh like y'all just found this out i've been had text messages and, and uh-uh. so what bitch blink twice one but she gives me page vibes and oh, god and jesse Wu, if you know jesse Wu, she said this in her video but she gives me page vibes for different reasons she want that man to do right by her so bad she is going to betray herself over and over and over and over until she has withered away at her spirit because this man that looked good and said that he wanted to do right by her when she was 19 years old is out here being a hoe and mind you now they're like 35 and he's still being a hoe with children and another perplexion because someone was like you we only see videos of him in the car and why is it that he never posts his wife in his marriage unless he's caught up in some mess and i'm like yeah because i had checked out before he started writing all these books and stuff i'm like all these books 
and all these these games they're all catered to single people which yeah. as a married person absolutely teach these single folk because listen y'all need to be prepared but why is everything catered to single women like this dating game he used to play i used because i you know you know how you follow people on it on facebook whatever it comes up but you don't ever like click on it yeah he would like when it first when that first the game first launched he was like having different guest hosts as women Women. playing the single person game with this married man that we didn't know was married yes writing these books and 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 posting thirst traps yes. about how ladies leave him when you all the while you the nigga that need to be left i just don't understand what men expect like it, it's this expectation that you can be subpar in the relationship and it's okay okay it's okay <laughs> and it's so dis- it's so disgusting whatever's going on in cardi b's life and beyonce's life we don't know why they stayed with their husbands nine times out of ten they probably didn't want to deal with it and the family was it, they got young kids whatever right but for these other women and it's just like girl like multiple right, like women i mean over- a long period of time publicly we didn't even really people really ain't even know like you said that he was married i didn't know he had kids and Girl, you see what i'm saying like it's like i probably would have listened to you more if you were out here presenting yourself like a, a like a faithful husband yeah because you're doing the work i see yeah but i think the problem with men and i really want to discuss this so don't let me forget to discuss it in our church series is that these men will be out here preaching these messages they'll be accurate but why am i sitting here learning from you when you can't even apply what the fuck you telling me to apply you want me to be on the lookout for a fuck boy that ain't shit they gonna fuck on his wife meanwhile you you the fuck boy that ain't shit fucking on his wife you want me to be out here looking for for signs you shouldn't be dating and that he may be a married man meanwhile you the married man i shouldn't be dating Make it make sense. And then to bring God into this, which is going to piss me off. Look, look. They always like to do it. They always it's like, like do don't, don't, don't give your life to Christ. Give your life to put, keeping your dick in your pants. Because at some point, you're going to have to stop blaming God, stop blaming Jesus right. for the decisions you are making right now. You praying with your wife after you done fucked every bitch. Anything with the polls? Come it's on. not gonna heal your marriage sir you stop putting your dick in other bitches it's gonna heal your marriage sir period i don't get what is not clicking with these niggas I don't and all it. and all of that you act like polygamy isn't a thing you could really just go you and act like there ain't bitches that will be okay will with it. being with you and five other bitches that be the thing that I don't get. It's like y'all do know these women exist, right? They're there. But, but that's but I think that's a little bit of like rape culture because mm-hmm. y'all don't want things that come easy for you. You want things that are hard, that put women through emotional turmoil, that put me in in emotional and mental insecurity. Y'all don't want me to be uh-huh. sexually healthy 
and, and loved adequately. No, you want your ego to be stroked. And in order for you to do that, you got to put bitches through the fire. For what reason? Yeah, it's a kink What team. reason? You get turned on by it, girl. But all that to say, look, with the Quavo situation and Saweetie situation, with Derek Jackson and his invisible wife that we now can see, um, <laughs> stop idolizing these relationships. Yes. Stop idolizing these relationships because I don't care how many Birkin bags someone buys you if they're not going to honor you and your spirit and take care of you. Fuck them. This ain't the soul food section, but I'm saying what the fuck I'm saying. Right. And that is a good segue in talking to colorism because the women that Derek was messing with did not look like his wife. Look, girl, let's get, let's get, let's just get into this body audience. Let's get into it. (laughs) Okay, girl. We were gonna start off talking about this, but it's a it's a great segue from the pre-funk. We gotta <laughs> talk about black not black men. Cause I feel like one of the people that I have in mind for this conversation wasn't black. So okay. I'll just say men of color. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> men of color. Men of color. Yeah. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So where's where where do we begin about I mean, maybe just give a quick review about how we started this conversation? Okay, okay. Back yeah. it up, back it up the truck. Yeah, back it up real quick. You know, if you're just tuning in after you listen to part one, part yeah. one, we talked about this conversation of colorism, where it started, how it progressed, you know, our experiences with colorism and how we grew up you know, locally in America and globally and how it's just trickled down from, you know, hashtag white supremacy. So (laughs) we spoke in the pre-funk of, you know, these men and these relationships with, you know, they're both brown-skinned men or dark-skinned men, if you even want to say that, um, (laughs) who are with lighter-skinned women in their relationships and then cheat on women that don't even look like the women that they with. Listen, we gonna talk about some firsthand experience today. First- <laughs> <laughs> Shall the I be honest, or would you, would you like to go first? Girl, listen. <laughs> I just think you can go with your stories first, but I just think it's very, very interesting that with these men of color, that like it usually is like their preference is who they date Mm -hmm. and then everybody else is who they creep around with. Mm -hmm. Which is crazy to me, but let's flush it out with some stories because we got some stories. So my experience, again, these are all our personal experiences. If you just experience something different from what we've experienced, it's fine because you're not me. So I will, we will also say if you if you haven't seen us, if you're just listening and haven't been to our Instagram, right? We both are, I would say, brown skinned women. We are yeah. not light skinned, but we are not necessarily classified as dark skin. Yeah. But you know, in the summer, we may be a little darker, in the winter, maybe right. a little lighter, you know? Right, right. In our time in Seattle, I was definitely a lot lighter than when I moved to North Carolina. I guess if we're giving like a range when I think of like like dark skin I'm thinking of like Lupita 
I'm thinking about like Ryan Destiny. Like that's when I think of dark chocolate women. Like, and if I'm thinking like light skin, not like high yellow, I'm thinking of like Lauren London is just- yeah, that's a light skin woman. That's a light skin woman, right? So- I will say, I also, we've talked about this. I, I don't think we talked about it in the other episode, but like, I didn't know till I was 25 that I wasn't dark skinned. How did because you find all out of you- my interactions with anybody else, I've always been classified as dark skinned. Like that's just in my life. Like when I would ever, I would be labeled dark skinned. And so I just thought I was dark skinned. And then someone was like, mm, you're more brown than dark. And I'm like, are you sure? And I'm like, <laughs> bitch, yeah. And I'm like, I've never heard. Cause it was like, I remember distinctly. I was on Facebook. My dog is barking. If you hear him, he's turning up. It's okay. I was on Facebook and there was conversation someone had posted about Gabrielle Union and her skin complexion. And I was like, we kind of have the same skin complexion. They were talking about her in terms of like being brown. And I was like, is she not dark skin? And they were like, no. And I was like, am I not dark skin? They're like, no, who told you that? And I'm like, everybody in my life that has ever made a comment about my skin has made in, in reference to me being dark skinned. Really? Yes. I, Even in my family, I'm in the dark skin section. I Which like, is like, as I think about it, nobody in my family is probably, and we're not dark skinned. No, not at all. Like, not at all. So I, this, I, there's all, there's obviously levels, you know, to accept of your brownness or how dark you are or or whatever you know because if you're light-skinned but your hair is kinky and it's not bone straight you might not be getting what you think you're supposed to get from that just as well as we talk about Ryan Destiny with a very slender face and very petite and you know a straight nose Tika Sumter like those very they don't have palatable yes very palatable dark-skinned women until you have like the extremes those are what's acceptable so like for me like you said like it took you a while to realize that you're uh, a brown-skinned woman and that's you know you're not a dark-skinned woman and like for me like I never really considered like I never thought I was light, but I never thought I was dark. I was always just brown. And it never really, I never really noticed it in my dating until like two years ago. When Oh, see, privilege. Ah! Yeah, right. <laughs> right. I have <laughs> a little bit of privilege. Which is crazy because you like a shade and a half lighter than me. Barely. And I we have some... like barely, like I got some sun this weekend. Right. And I've been in the house. So, <laughs> so it's like we have like uh, colorism has always been a part of my day. Has always been a thing, and this like I noticed this when I was talking to a guy. So we'll call him Frank, and I knew him from high school, but like we never really kicked it. But like he knew one of my other homegirls, so he knew of me. And then you know, a couple years ago or like last, I I keep forgetting the years, but whatever 
you know, <laughs> whatever year we're in, whatever year we're in, you're still in the Pangea. Right. Right. We're still in the matrix. So it's fine. And, you know, so we started getting close to her. We started talking more and all that fun stuff. And so I really liked him and we were really, to me, I'm thinking we're clicking. So we talk pretty frequently and he's light skinned. He, well, he's mixed. Okay. He will say he's mixed, which is fine, which is fine. I'm not going to make you say you have to say you're black if you have a white mom. That's, you know, you're mixed. And girl. And so (laughs) I know there's, there's, there's levels, right? There's, there's levels. And you know, mixed people be the first ones. Yeah. I'm Italian, Native American, Spanish, black. And like, my nigga, we know, we know, we know. It's okay. You just still want to be able to say nigga. But anyway, he's mixed, and you know he he's light skinned very light. And so we would talk and you know have conversations, and you know he would say things like, you know, I'm really digging you. I really want you to have my kids. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, so so you're gonna give me a, a wedding ring because for me. I'm not just going, this is me, women, you can choose whatever you want for you. For me, I would prefer to have children within a marriage. Now, if that doesn't happen, that's fine. But if I can work at it, (laughs) I would rather (laughs) wait till I have a, you know, a sound partnership with someone in a marriage, have a child. So I would push that first. I'm like, you know, if we're talking, getting to know each other and that's where you want to end up, I'm telling you, you're skipping a step and that's fine. So I kind of let it go for a little bit, you know, and he'd keep hitting me up, keep hitting me up and we talk. And then I kind of noticed what he posted on his, on his Instagram. He would post like these light skin women or like the pictures that he would like. This is back when you could see you know, what your friend's activity was before Instagram took that away. See, if y'all remember, they used to let you see what pictures your friends would like. So I would see the pictures of the girls that he would like, racially ambiguous light-skinned women or Latina women or, you know, the Blasian women. Never were there any of the brown-skinned women. There was no, it was, it was like around when like WAP came out And, you know, Megan and Cardi were both putting out a lot of promo. He would like all Cardi stuff and none of Megan's stuff. And it would be about the same thing. It'd be like, and I was like, okay, so. So do, so you don't like me, but you want to have kids with a brown skinned woman and you think that the children aren't going to come out with some color? What are you thinking is going to, how did you, did you think about this? Because to me, you know, I'm, I would say I'm fairly well educated. I grew up in, you know, it was a single parent home, but I, I was very well supported and nurtured and loved. And so by my calculations, if you are with a black woman who is not mixed with anything, there is a very high possibility that your child is gonna come out black. So if you don't really like black women's and that's not what you really like, why entertain it? Why feed into it? Because obviously you're okay with making me a baby mom, but you were not okay with making me a wife. 
you were okay with talking to me on the low ski, but you know, if you had to be out with your boys, you couldn't be on FaceTime. You were okay with, you know, me, you know, if you wanted to say anything about us talking, but if I mentioned, oh yeah, I talked to Frank, it was a problem. Hey, you need to chill. Like people don't need to know our business. Why? Cause I'm brown skin. Why can't they know that I know you on an intimate level? I'm getting to know you on an intimate level. What's the problem? What's, what's the problem? Yellow bones, not, not what you like, or is it what you like? <laughs> because I'm, I'm confusion. It's really like the fact that men will really like darker women but because they're trying to impress men mm. <laughs> girl trying to impress other men and you want to be like the niggas you see on Instagram so bad so bad that you do these things because it really it comes into my mind here and there like Y'all niggas love foreign bitches. Why the foreign bitches y'all ever love black? Because as we discussed last week, in every community of women of color, there are dark-skinned women. Yes. So why is it that you go to the Dominican Republic and Puerto Rico and you go to like, you know, Asian countries and come back with you a white woman? Yeah. Is it not hashtag? I don't understand. I I I I don't understand. And because I don't know what they're thinking. Like, if that's what you're attracted to, that's fine. We spoke on this in interracial relationships. But what we're not gonna have you do is date these women because you're not trying to be with a black woman. Right. You need to date like, them because you like these women. There and it's like these preferences that you have are colorist as fuck because beauty isn't a skin tone and so if all the bitches you think of are pretty are the same skin tone and they have the same hair texture and their bodies are the same type of body you don't have a preference you have a fetish fueled by self-hate and it's because and it's like even if you even I can't even say even if because you even saying I only date white skins I only date Puerto Ricans I only date light skinned women with hair down to their back in the middle of their back with a three seat curl pattern or less that's not a preference that's internalized racism because why? Especially because there, there's two on there's there's two niggas on my list that it are actually dark skinned. Vinci Loaf, you messing up the, the podcast for the girls. <laughs> come here, homes. Come come talk about colorism with us. And you're a black dog. And we love you. Black dog. Okay. Come here, you want some water? Come here. Get some water. Come here. Come. Mommy duties never stops. God. Never stops. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you can like that. There's no 
problem with you liking somebody in the way that they look, but why is it a specific look that's opposite of you? Ooh. And is it like, is it because it's opposite of you because you don't like the way you look? Or are you mad at your mama black man? Or why is no why is no one you're ever seen with look like you? Or on the flip side with Frank, since he was light skinned, how come you're not okay being seen with people who don't look like you? Right. Because that's the other side of colorism, which we can talk about that more so for Black men in dating and our dating quote-unquote preferences. Why is it that you don't want anything other than a chocolate chocolate tall man? No. I'm talking to you, bitch. No, I'm talking to <laughs> Now, see, I know. But no, bro. but like some Black men be like, no, he has to be, he has to be chocolate. I don't want to, it's as if dating a light-skinned Black man can't get you dark-skinned children. Uh, and we have seen it. We have because seen. I think colorism also brings in more ignorance. It's like you do know all light skinned people aren't mixed, right? Yeah, they're just light. But but back back, we're gonna talk about Jordan real fast. Okay, I think Jordan to- Jordan was was the king of this. Girl. Uh, so you yeah, know he's not had, with this. this man Jordan, he's king king colorist, I will say. <laughs> king colorist. Jesus. So I don't know if I shared this particular story on the episode where we talked about Jordan first, but there was this whole Valentine's Day situation. And so in a nutshell, we don't need to be here all day. Um, Around Valentine's Day, when you're in high school, we had all found out all the girls he was talking to at the same time in our friend group. That's a big deal. Um, let Let me, let me, let me think about this. In our friend group, not even outside the friend group, in our friend group. So it was, hmm, 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 hmm. Four of us. And then he was five. Huh? Including no, was, Including me, it was four. Oh, okay, okay. But none of us were his girlfriends. Um. Mm. So in our friend group, we all were different skin tones. And I'm going to pause and tell you who I'm talking about. Okay. Sorry, podcast. So it was us four, and we we started ex- exchange, exchanging notes and, and and spilling all the tea, collaborating and, and, and setting setting plans in motion. Girl, we, <laughs> Charlie's Angels ain't yeah. shit on us, bitch. <laughs> but so we're all varying different skin complexions. There's a white girl in the mix. But his girlfriend, he had, throughout this whole debacle of us going back and forth in high school, he had a couple of girlfriends. All of his girlfriends were either mixed or racially ambiguous. Shocking. So it was always funny to me because one of the other friends in our friend group was, I hope this will make us sound like nothing. But me and her had continued to like fuck with him into undergrad. And there was a point that we didn't know we had both continued to sell fuck with this man. LOL. But she's light-skinned. Mm-hmm. But she's not racially ambiguous or mixed. But it was very interesting how the girls he chose to date publicly looked a certain way. Mm, there was a time. And the women he chose to perpetually, consistently fuck with on an intimate level looked nothing like that disgusting 
to this day, if you see a woman anywhere on his social media, mind you, he Lupita Dark. Yeah, he's dark. He's dark. But none of the women that he has ever publicly dated look anything like his mama. And his mama's not even Lupita Dark. Sure. His mom moderated to me. But <laughs> she has she has phenotypically African features. So his daddy's dark. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. But I thought it was very interesting how that was always like the girl you choose to end up with that you gonna cheat on her for me anyway. Which would be the part where it's like, how many, I just think about, I have to sit and reflect. How many bitches did you have as your girlfriend in the time period that we were fucking together? At least two of them. Yeah. 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 I'll have to think back, but yes. it was him and, and, and Lamar. We didn't get a chance to talk about Lamar. Lamar, oh, we, we can, we can, Lamar, wow, 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 wow. Um, that was a saga. Yeah, wow. We, we can just have a whole podcast on him. Yeah. But he was another one, Lupita Dark, that why is it the only woman you present out in the world with you is white skin? Mm-hmm. And I thought it was very interesting because after we had a stop fucking with each other, he, um, had a baby <gasps> by a light-skinned woman and she looked a little now she looked a little less racially ambiguous okay than some kind of, of others but his his child is light they love that shit they love I that just, shit it's it's so odd to me because i'm just like it's is it that deep? Like, if I like you, I like you. Right. And it's like, why am I only, why, why is this a determining factor in whether or not I choose to share myself with you? Right. Like, when I look back at my roster, I have a plethora of Negroes. A, I a, shade. Right. Shades, different cultures, ethnicities. A very uh, diversified portfolio. Very diverse par- portfolio. So to me, like, why wouldn't you want to try the many flavors of the rainbow? Like, why because, not? Because, because in, in everybody's rainbow spectrum, dark-skinned women are never on the spectrum. I'll, I'll date Asian, but not dark-skinned Asian. I'll, I'll date Indian, but not dark-skinned Indian. I'll date African, but probably not sub-Saharan, but if it is sub-Saharan, not a dark-skinned one. I'll date me a Latinx woman, but not an Afro-Latinx woman. I'll date a Hawaiian, but not a dark-skinned Hawaiian. And I think that's, it's such a shame because, That's the thing about colorism. It's It's like, it's not just that men may have a race preference is that within their quote-unquote race preference, y'all still don't like dark women. Right. At all. You still don't like dark women. Because, for example, like when we talk about, you know, in society or entertainment, when you have this glorification of lighter-skinned people. Everywhere. And everywhere. And, and somebody brought up, like, um, 
what's her name? Sophia Vergara. And mm-hmm. she's Colombian. And, you know, how she'll be mad and she'll be, you know, just angry all the time. But then when you have acceptable, you have acceptable, but then you when you have black people or black women and they're mad and they're going off, oh, it's a problem. So, Absolutely. It's this whole dynamic of Latinx women are spicy and black women are angry. But when you actually look under that, when you say Latinx women, who do, who are you talking about? Right. Because you- you're not you're not talking about all Latinx women. You're talking about someone that follows the European standard of beauty, Latinx Hello. women. Hello. Because it's also like when you niggas talk about Latin women, we we won't just go on this tangent. Sure. Why is it never include Afro-Latinx women? Mm. Not even just with dating preferences, but in any conversation. In any of them. Like, y'all do know that, like, Latinx women look like me, right? They are there. They are there. And they can be 100%. That's the other thing. People get so like ethnicity nationality and race be moving everybody's ass bruh they be fucking up like you can be like for example like lupita her parents are kenyan mm-hmm. she was born in mexico mm-hmm. fluent spanish fluent she's a black but also like with that it's like her ethnicity would be black i guess we would say because african isn't an ethnicity no but her nationality would be mexican because that's where she was born that's where she has citizenship right but culturally she's whatever tribe she's from in kenya that's where her roots are that's what her dna is that's what the fuck she eats that's it right but But i think we both at the same time people forget that I think that I think the, the the confusion comes in, especially with the Latinx communities, because of the transatlantic slave trade, is that we don't understand how even within a family, you can be ethnically one thing, culturally something else, and nationally something different. And yeah. it's like with with the with with the mixing of of the the indigenous with the African slaves with the with the masses. You have to understand that, like, that brings lots of different layers to things. Yeah. Because I could, my family could have been here for generations, but we're white. Yeah. We're not indigenous. No. We're not mixed. But yet we still live here and speak the same language and culturally listen to the same music, eat the same foods, but we're not the same. We're not. And then also how, like, the mixing brings up colorism within families because it's like when you're mixing with black and other people of color, you don't know your kids, you're... same parents, you your kids could come out three different colors. You have no idea. Three different colors. I saw one TikTok and it was a woman, she was um, married to an Asian man, and she I think she was mixed. She was married to an Asian man and they had children. She was mixed black and white. One child came out Asian, straight up. Like she had twins. One one twin came out Asian. One came out white, blonde hair, blue eyes. Jeans be jeaning. 
straight nose. And they were for, they were fraternal twins born at the same time. And people be stunned. Like, why? Ooh. Why is this shocking? Also, I've seen the same thing with, with, with girls. Two girls, one's black, one's white. And one of their parents is black and one of their parents is white. Mm-hmm. And that's really something that could happen. I don't know where y'all were in biology class when y'all was not figuring this the, out. The, the, the Punnett Square, it was called a Punnett Square. Yes, yes. <laughs> but no, it's just like, with all these different dynamics and all these different reasons why people have mixed in the history of the world, why is it that you still find yourself dating the lives of the family? Mm. I think you need to actually question why everybody that you're dating is like now if you're white that's different okay because yeah. like mm-hmm. i mean there, there really ain't that much variation like you got pale white light i, I don't know what y'all call y'all shades but <laughs> i don't know what y'all call y'all shades you're between like i'm black right I, are, are there uh, well, i'm not going this is this, red this neck be- white no no in tone I think it's called redneck because they are always outside and so like the sun. Oh yeah, and then the farmer's tan is if they don't have the yeah. the, 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 the the sleeves. Yeah. But we digress. But <laughs> it's just like it's like even if I dated only black men, which we've already discussed, that's never going to be a thing. Even if I decide to leave my wife tomorrow and be single again, if I only dated black men, black men don't come in one shade and don't so why am i only dating one shade of person and it's like are you dating these people because you're interested or because you think it looks good because you can't possibly have the range of like personalities dating the just one skin tone there's there's no way and i think like it it you know we mentioned a little bit but how it kind of trickles into you know, the workplace, right? If you have mm-hmm. those hirees and for us, you know, we have, of course there's, you know, you don't see black women in these executive suites, but the black women <laughs> you see in upper management are brown. Light skin. Well, ours is brown. Ours is a- Oh, that's good. But she's coming got, up in the game. She got weave and she always wears her straight hair which nothing against weave, but you know. I think we can talk about a, a simulation because that is a whole nother thing. That is. It is a subset of racism and colorism, but I think it's like, it just, it's just another layer of this. It, it is. And so to get, to get to that, you know, I noticed that they always put her in stuff now that she's here in her position. <laughs> and I'm like, I ain't never seen you, but for a year ago you where have you been <laughs> you know did they they might have created the position just, just for her but you know it, 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 and you're right assimilation is true so you mentioned you know in the last episode how you'll have lighter skinned women they'll have the straight hair they'll have the slimmer noses or they'll get a nose job or you'll have the bleaching right so then how would you say, where's the line between, you know, the projection of internalized self-hate and assimilation? Because there's a line and some people don't really know the difference. I've talked to hoteps and they're like, you got weave in your head, you don't love yourself. It's like, well, I just don't want to do my hair every day. 
you know i just want to really just think i'm just i'm a person now where it's like everything is just the mindset why are you doing this what is driving you to do this and so i mean for the hair thing it, it depends on why are you straightening your hair do you prefer your hair straight why do you prefer your hair straight like for me it's like i don't want to do all my hair okay there's a lot of fucking hair okay mm-hmm. it's thick i it's a, it takes a lot of time i don't have the patience the energy or the time and my hair is healthiest when i leave it the fuck alone yeah most of ours so is. i don't wear weed because i prefer my hair straight i wear weed because i prefer not to do my hair but for some women they're still getting relaxers no matter how unhealthy their hair is because they think their hair has to be straight right and And so i think it's just like a matter of again just questioning what is your motivation behind this where is it coming from because there's a lot of these things that have been passed down generation by generation generation and we don't know where it comes from that's why we're here for the girls we we had it where it belongs But it's just that not everybody, not everybody knows that. Even if we experience it and we can label like what it feels like, I can label like the actions, the microaggressions. Not everybody can articulate this is colorism and this is where it's coming from. Yeah. Even even code switching. You know, we, we don't have the luxury of you know, being black and being in these white spaces and just, you know, hee 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 keying or going off or being loud or being super expressive nine times out of 10, we're pretty dull in these, mm-hmm. in these <laughs> situations because that's what we've had to do. Do I not like my, you know, my blackness and because I'm quieter at, at work? No, it's, I, I want to get my work done and it's just easier without the, the the questions and the interactions and the probing. And sometimes you just don't want to deal with all that. You know, right. sometimes you don't deal with that. And it also has to be stated, like, the way that colorism so, shows up in that sense is that depending on how dark I am, that's how many chances I have to fuck up. So if I'm white passing and no one really knows I'm black unless I tell them I'm black, I can do whatever the fuck I want to do because to you, you think I want to you. I may not be, but I am, to you I am. I saw the perfect TikTok and I probably posted it on our page on Instagram. Oh, I think I, I, think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. With the black, the black guy, he's like, he's, he's white passing, he's half black. Oh yeah, he's the mixed one. Yes. The mixed guy. And he, he was, was like, the, the, he was like talking about the outlandish things he's heard being mm-hmm. white passing when no one knows he's black and I'm like wow ridiculous but if I'm light skinned you kind of know I'm black but I'm racially ambiguous I'll get a few more chances yeah you know if I'm white skinned got you know 4C hair and a thick nose eh, you may got two chances yeah but if I'm the dark one at work I do not have a chance to have an off day no because anytime i get an attitude i'm aggressive anytime i don't want to put up with your white mess i'm aggressive anytime i look at you without smiling i'm aggressive i got i can't have resting bitch face because i'm black and dark skinned 
anytime it's aggression. Anytime you might take too long at a break, you're lazy. That's <laughs> why I, I always have to ask, what's the deadline? Because I refuse to have you say, oh, you're just not meeting, you know, the quota that we have set for you. you girl, I asked you the deadline and this is what you told me it was. In writing. Period. In writing. Let me get on my little chat. Okay, let me pull it up because I'll keep proceeding. And then not that, it's that the darker you are, the less mistakes you can make, but also you get talked to in the old kind of way. Mm. Not necessarily be necessarily abuse or anything, but it's like the 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 further you get away from the white, the, the more frivolous people talk to you. Yes, and I feel like even with you, even with you, I mean, I feel like that's more race race based because you dealt with you know white coworkers when you were a manager in the store. Yeah. But just like how your staff was just like, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want to do until right. like some white man come in and, oop, I got to get it together. And I, and it was like, did I not just tell you? I just told you what the fuck to do and I, you didn't want to hop, skip and jump? You do Or the ones who want to, I guess, force these, these types of connections and they want to be down. And I'm just like. Or, right, because the blacker you look, the hey girl how are you doing girl oh my god yes sis right bitch like you can talk to me like a regular old person right i know regular english just like you just regular or the men oh oh oh, hey sister girl how's it calm down (laughs) but not even that to not even have the wherewithal to not to understand that not every black person uses aave that part even in code switching <laughs> when they switch back they still not using that yeah there is a Sorry. if if no one knew if no one knows what aave is it's african-american vernacular english aka ebonics i roll um <laughs> which has a set of rules just right. like American standard English has. Right. Because I speak talk two languages. We talked about this. I speak two languages and they both English. We we talked about this. All right. Mm. And I just need y'all to realize that it's its own thing and it's okay and to respect it as its own language. Cause right. they be <laughs> out here per sis okay. And, and I'm just like, it don't even make no sense. And but, then and then to not have the wherewithal or the knowledge to understand that just because you got it from a black, I mean, a gay man, don't mean it wasn't got from a black woman first. Where you think fucking LGBTQIA plus culture comes from? Black women. Get your shit together, bitch. Period. <laughs> but I think the last thing we can touch on is just like, we have to be fair. We okay. have to be fair. Are we not? Because I think colorism does affect men. Yes. Even though in the dynamics of all of this, they have the upper hand between black men and black women. They do. But I, I think it's fair to like actually talk about that colorism does negatively affect black men. Yes. And that also came from slavery as well. Right. So so we didn't, I don't even know if we touched on it, but typically when you're thinking of, okay, they would have, they take the slaves to market and they were selling the black slaves, the darker, the stronger, the, the bigger, bigger. 
considered more manly, more masculine, and therefore was worth more money. Right. But- Not only more masculine can has a higher pain tolerance. Yes. Because that still, we carry that to today. Today in the health field that Black people's pain threshold is somehow a lot farther than any other group of people. Because right, just because you didn't give me no anesthesia doesn't mean I didn't need it for your little fucking experiment she was doing. Girl, we're not even going to get there. We can't get there, but not right now. So, <laughs> it's too much for right now? For right now. We're going to put in a box table. Put a pin in it. Okay. So the idea that the Black man or the Blacker man being dark-skinned, strong, masculine. That was the emulation. and that Right, because he worked in the field. But didn't we talk last week about the fact that the only reason why they was in the field was because of their skin complexion? You see how that worked? You see how that worked? Doing the the back-breaking work, doing the hard labor, and because, oh, they can't tempt the the master's wife because they're- Why why you think he's gonna tempt master's wife, huh? Why? Why? What, what? What? Why you think he finna tip Mass's wife, huh? So then that's now carried on into our communities, and I I feel like we've had jokes before where you know white light skinned black men are considered spicy, you know they're oh they're, not spicy a little zesty, you oh. know. <laughs> I'm sorry, what people light skinned blacks are a little zesty. Well, yeah, I will say that like the jokes about black, light-skinned black men being fragile, extra hyper-feminine and more propensity to be gay. Yes. Like that, 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 that is just all a carryover because it's like, it's the inverse. Mm-hmm. If the dark-skinned man is the big black brr, burly man and you in the house serving dishes? <laughs> Cleaning up behind the other women? Like you in there with with the women folk all day? That's how you doing? But yeah. it's like we had that mentality ingrained in us, not really keeping in mind like the, the we're we're all in the same position. Like just because you out here tilling land don't yeah. mean you any more in bondage than right. I am. Because I'm any- in the house. I can't touch nothing. I can't have no pee break. I can't say nothing. I can't do anything. And it's very unfair because I, a lot of times those are the ones, again, who are over-sexualized. They're fetishized. Mm-hmm. And there's just... Like, oh, this big black man. He's so chocolate. His big cock. Right. And you see that interracial relationships. If you haven't noticed, a lot of times when you see interracial relationships, the man is darker skinned. Not many times do I see light skinned black men with white women. Not, I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but a lot of when I see it, it's darker skinned black men with white women. And it's also like, okay, Jungle Fever, that was a thing. It's a great movie. Watch it, Spike Lee. Um, when you think about that, why is it I can only have Jungle Fever for somebody that's dark skinned? Like a light skinned black man is still a black man. Because light skinned black men don't have to be mixed, they can just be light skinned. Yeah. That, that, that happens. There are light skinned black people. I will also say it's very interesting that 
now that we're talking about this, that like light-skinned men, we do have that pretty boy thing where it's like light-skinned men are pretty, they don't want to get dirty, like they're very well manicured, probably metrosexual. Yeah. But it's like pretty in like the sense of like they're not manly. Yes. But like they don't have like actual like a phenotype that's acceptable. They can still be kinky ass hair, wide ass nose, big ass lips, big ass eyes. But he's light skinned, he's delicate. Right. (laughs) He's sensitive because he light skinned. But like when we come, when we talk about like dark skinned women, it's like, okay, but what does her nose look like? What does her lips look like? What's her big? No. But that's not a, a, a discussion that we have with men. Which, you know, patriarchal views and shit. So, I mean, I get it. Yeah. But, I mean, you're right. There are definitely women who favor brown-skinned men, dark brown-skinned men versus light-skinned men, or who are like, I only date light-skinned men. And all the men I be, child, look, I just... But it'd be like the stereotype, like, oh, I want to date a light-skinned man because, you know, he's going to know how to dress. He's going to have a nice car, have the most money. And I get that, like, a part of that is because, again... The closer to white means you you in there. So yes, of course they have probably more they have more opportunities than a dark skinned man. We get that. But it's like, why is that your only view of a light skinned man? Why can't he just be? He just can't. Why can't he just be fine or like smart and funny and witty and shit? And why can't you like a dark skinned man? Because he's very nice. He yeah. treats you nicely. He likes show tunes. Okay? Right. He does weird right. shit in the corner. He right. makes you laugh. Right. You have amazing orgasms. Whatever. Girl, because <laughs> orgasms don't come in a skin shape. They don't. They and should. I can tell you, I done sampled a lot. It really ain't got nothing to do with it. It ain't got, it's sometimes in orgasms. Okay, we will have to stop this conversation before we get. <laughs> I will say the last <laughs> thing I'll touch on is the fact that, like, I am married to a light-skinned woman. And it's interesting because it's like, there are many things that we can relate on just because we we grew up black. We grew up in church. Our mom was as youth pastors. So there's a lot of things that like, you know, we, we, we don't have to talk about. But She's never been darker day in her life. Mm-hmm. She <laughs> and is. We were we were talking about this, and I'm like, my wife, if she didn't have a wide nose and she didn't have natural hair, you would not know she's black. Not at all. She doesn't. And have, she doesn't she, have. Yeah. She got her nose and and her edges. That that's it. That's the only giveaway. <laughs> And she used to like, you know, wear weave and stuff. So it's like, I can see why you was with the white girls. It's okay. All right. But it just, it just reminds me. One, I'm, I'm glad that like, it was a light-skinned woman because the woman part, the woman part. Heavy on the woman. <laughs> the heavy on the woman part because yeah, relationships with men are, are, are hard. And I feel sorry for anybody that's still out there in, in, in the Hunger Games looking for a man. Girl. I'm sorry, um, but just sorry. how she how she gets treated by men is different. Um, 
and just like she just don't get some stuff like I can't do that I'm dark skinned <laughs> pretty privilege light skin privilege is- like like I got a little bit of pretty privilege but I'm still fat and dark so our experience is different and she gets objectified so much by men really so much and like, you know I can I can see that because I feel like that's something that's perpetuated so much in society and the media and entertainment that it's like men think it's okay to do right and you know she's tall like she got thick thighs and a fat ass and a little waist so I mean I get it I mean obviously I get it I'm <laughs> here right you're here am I right but it's like she used to work in retail and it was just like every single day it could be a Monday afternoon. Dang, can't you? And some no niggas will come in there, and it's like they gonna try to get her to try to get her number. Then she gonna tell them that, that she gay, and then it's gonna go into well, you know, you just haven't had the right man yet. You know, oh. you're so fine. Ooh, oh queen, you look so good. <sighs> it's it's good. just it just is it's a lot. Like I I get cat called. That's a lot. That could be exhausting. Like, why do we have to deal with it? The patriarchy. Like, men just throwing money at her. (laughs) Like, if she... I'm like, look, man, you gotta play along sometimes, okay? We can have a whole sugar daddy in these streets. Girl! You over here blocking our blessings because you don't like men. Ladies, student loan set up? Come on now, stop being... Okay, this 200 plus 50,000... This 200... Uh, I think I'm at at like $220,000. Okay. Lightweight. I bought a house. Maybe. But I said I got this piece of paper that says uh, I have a law degree, I guess. I don't know. Wild. That's crazy wild to me but girl we i think we didn't we didn't covered all the bases i think don't let me forget we need to do a cultural appropriation versus a simulation because yeah. i think the girls need to really understand the difference yeah we gonna get into it another time though girl another time let's do that one let's get it all right y'all so that was a great conversation. And we talked about a lot of things. We developed some more episodes we need to have in the future. Right. So we are going to get into feeding our souls. So some mm. chicken soup for the soul. I yeah. guess. No? Is that not soul food? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't have much. I think the, the little bit of advice that I did want to give is just try something new. I don't know. Read a new book. Try a new wig. I don't know whatever it is that you know maybe you've been reluctant to try maybe scared to try go ahead do it I am going to take skating lessons oh fun you know me bitch I don't know how to roller skate for nothing but I have recently just been thinking I think like one of the reasons why I haven't roller skated or like learned adequately is I just don't trust my body that much and I'm scared but I'm gonna I'm gonna accomplish something and face my fears and learn how to skate my wife loves to skate and I, really? I don't so 
I'm going to try something new. I'm going to learn how to see. We're going to take classes, adult classes. I know middle school is going to put me on TikTok laughing at me. Girl. <laughs> I can already. Was... Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm already clumsy as fuck, okay? I already laugh at my own stuff. I don't need a brigade of children laughing at me. <laughs> I can't. What you got, girl? Well, I, I like that. You know, I really want us to, you know, embrace change for a lot of things because we can't use the excuse, well, that's just how it's been done for years. And that's just what we're going to do. And that's not changing. It's, a, we're a new group of people. We have a new mindset. We have a new way of thinking. And, you know, we for me, breaking generational curses, curses is not just financial. It's emotional. It's mental. It's spiritual. There's so many things that go into that. So just being able to be okay with change and embracing change and however that looks and asking yourself, well, if I did it this way, why can't I do it this other way? And just knowing that either way you do it, that that's okay. And just owning those decisions. And that, you know, that's, that's what I like. This is yes, 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 yes. Well, all right, y'all. That's all we had for today. Thank you for joining us in our part two of the colorism discussion. Mm. I hope you enjoyed yourself. If you did, give us a like, give us a rate and a subscribe. Next week, we're going to do something a little different. We're going to have a fun, good old time by celebrating 30 years of life. Yeah. And discussing, girl, if we could just go back to 19, hit reset one time for the one time, what what would be different? So, as always, we're going to be out. Hope you have a wonderful week. See you next Thursday. Mm -hmm. Bye.